0: Hello, welcome to Running Out of Time The Fight with Cancer. I'm your host, Rob Hoffman. Thank you for listening today. Episode 8 Fuck It. Hey, everybody, this is your host, Rob Hoffman. I'd like to welcome you back. I took a break for about two months in the process of uh, upgrading equipment and production value able to dial out and have guests on, Um, so be working towards a uh, new and updated show, today you get just meaty. so sorry about that, but that's the way it is, so, uh, but I'd really like to say again, thank you for tuning in, we're just over 200 listeners, which I think is amazing, if this uh, podcast even helps one person, that's great. Um, originally, I was going to do episode eight about, um, quicksand, and I'll do that episode and at a later time, um, but I may incorporate some of it into today's episode. Um, essentially, if you can't hear that in the background, the dogs are going crazy. And I don't know, pretty much everything that can f- affect the podcast in a negative manner, um, is so we've just gone to go off the cuff and call this show fuck it and just gonna go into what it can go into and I don't know let's see what happens just like life hopefully it isn't uh isn't too bad but we'll see um I was gonna talk to you today about um quicksand uh, i've talked about it a little bit before on the podcast um but if you don't know what that is it's essentially a situation that just keeps grabbing onto you and dragging you down, no matter how hard you fight it, or even the harder you fight it, it just drags you down and runs the risk of of overtaking you essentially and that can be anything from um you know if we 're talking about cancer long term disability, that can be finances right. Um, I remember having a shoulder surgery back in 2000. I I messed up my uh, shoulder pretty severely in the military. I didn't know about the VA. So I had to uh, pay um, to have this shoulder surgery done, and the price was over $90,000. And that was back in 2000. That, to me, was just absolutely astronomical. And I can't even imagine... Um, You know, without having my VA benefits, um, well, I can't imagine how detrimental that that is to somebody's budget um, just for getting diagnosed with cancer. Right. And, you know, you don't have the VA or or even access to good insurance plans. So then the finances for that just keeps running um, and dragging you down more and more because it's costing more and more for treatment specialist, surgery, medications, you know, um, all those aspects. Um, even just right now, I'm paying out of pocket, um, for medications for specific things because, uh, one of my specialists is fighting with the VA over it, you know, and, but I'm thankful that I have the majority of, um, my expenses covered because of the VA, you know, um, but again, it just it, it blows my mind that we're supposed to be a leading um, country in the world for so many things, and yet we have such primitive health care on many aspects. One disease, uh, you know one cancer diagnosis can absolutely destroy your life. And so while you make it through um, you know that, medical fight, the financial fight can destroy you for the rest of your life and I don't know, that's the uh, why the topic the the quicksand aspect because that drags you down faster than anything, I mean the way that our system is set up is almost more decimating or can be more decimating than the actual diseases or you know, the cancer itself and it's just that's mind boggling to me. But there are aspects, right, that we can't control right now. Um, you can fight like the financial aspects. I don't get into that in another episode. Um, but what I want to talk about today is for me um, a personal fight for the last couple of months. Um, let's take out, you know, the finance aspects and the actual. Treatment and such, um, the medical treatment side of things. And this is the quicksand aspect for me on the mental well being, essentially, um, my mental well being while going through all of this. Because a big aspect um, to fight anything, again, whether it's long term disability, um, cancer, disease, and such, is you have to be able to continue to fight you need to have the willpower and the fortitude to fight as much as you can, and it wears you down. Anybody who says it doesn't is a liar, um, You know, and I'll just put that bluntly, and I've never gone through it, because let's take chronic pain as an example. Chronic pain is always with you. It hits you day after day after day after day. It never shuts off, it never stops, it's just always there always always beating on you essentially um and especially in spine um like in my case there's there's not a whole lot that you can do about it there are things that help reduce it um and and help it make or help make it more um i don't want to say easier but make it you know more tolerable essentially that's what i'm looking for Um, and you know, but pain is there all the time and you know, you're going to have super bad days, no matter what you do, those are around the corner. And so that's one aspect of your life that's consistently hitting you and that you have to keep fighting through and that you have to keep pushing through every day. So at your best day, you make it through but there's going to be worse days. There's going to be days where you're not going to be successful and you're not going to win. And that aspect drags you down. Um, If you have depression, you battle with depression or you have depression formed as an aspect of this, it's going to affect that. There's not much that you can do um, outside of being able to come to terms with this is the way that the world's going to work for you. And, and how you get through that aspect, you know, again, the pain is always on. There's just no turning it off. So you sink and you sink, you fight, you have, you know, a good day, say that the pain's down, um, and you're able to accomplish some things that you either haven't been or just really wanted to accomplish. And there you go. There's a win for that day. But that fight is in store for you every day. There's no question about it. There's no if it's going to happen. It's when you're not going to be able to win that fight. Um, And so I guess that's kind of a long way of saying you need to prepare your mind and your reaction to the fact that you're going to lose on some days. That... You're going to get hit. You're going to be drugged down. You're going to have bad days. Um, Again, there's no if. It's when the next bad day is going to come. And a big aspect is how you deal with that, how you help mentally prepare yourself through those aspects and how you work to set yourself up for success. So why am I telling you all this? So about... Just over three weeks ago, I, uh, I changed jobs. I was at a, a previous job where I had the potential to love the work, and when I started doing the work, I loved it um, because we had the freedom to do the work as we, as subject matter experts, saw fit. Well, that changed steadily over the last year and then in the last, you know, couple to few months, it just got insanely bad to the point of I went from, you know, loving what I did to I absolutely dreaded um, having to go to work. Essentially, Sunday would roll around, you know, three or four. 4 p.m. and I would have severe anxiety on having to go back and deal with this, um, essentially. And it just kept getting worse and worse. It wasn't about my coworkers because my coworkers were absolutely outstanding. And a few of them are, are still there trying to fight it out. Um, and my direct boss was probably one of the best bosses I've ever worked for but it was just the overall organization organizational culture and or lack of positive culture and it was horrible you know it was it was absolutely horrible and i just won't say much more than that outside of the fact that i had to come to terms with the road to recovery on all of this you want to set yourself up for the best possible outcome, right? Um, so you got to look at your work work environment, your work factor. There's just no ifs, ands, or buts around it. If you are not happy or your job is causing you massive stress, you have to get out of it because everything adds up. You have to remember that um, cancer long, and, again, long-term disability – It isn't a sprint. It isn't just one race that you're trying to give it your all and win. It's a marathon and it's a long marathon and potentially a marathon that'll be for the rest of your life. So you have to pace yourself. You have to try and tweak every aspect that you can of your life to help get past that, essentially. So whether we're talking um, diet And I don't even wanna say diet. I wanna say um, lifestyle changes towards your meals. Diet is more like a fat or something that you just go through and you utilize to lose weight, right? And then supposedly you're done. You don't get that anymore when you get to this level. Um, You're in it for the long haul. So you're making minor changes um, just to try to streamline. And it's amazing how one small change, especially over a long amount of time, helps essentially push you in a better or more positive potential outcome um, just by those changes. So going back through and looking at, at the way that I eat and prepare food has been a major aspect. Now, a hard... A hard thing to uh, come to terms with in this is there's a lot of change that's required. So if you look at it and you're like, oh, I need to change food, I need to change exercise, I need to change this, I need to change that, it's overcoming, right? It, It can potentially just sideline you and freeze you in place because you're looking at all of this stuff that you have to do. This is just like mountain climbing, right? You don't look from bottom to top of Mount Everest. You focus on a section at a time, right? You focus on each step at a time because this is a dangerous climb. You make a misstep, you can potentially die. Um, you aren't prepared, you can potentially die. You know, there are so many aspects that, that go into it. This is the same for dealing with long-term illness. And, you know, for fighting cancer, you have to take it a step at a time. Don't focus on the whole mountain that's ahead of you. Focus on what is directly in front of you and work to tackle that portion of it day by day. So as an example of this uh, for myself, I'm steadily working to retail, retailer um, food, essentially. Am I where I need to be ultimately in the end. No, but I'm taking steps here and there to increase the quality of what I eat, the quantity of what I eat, um, and how I view my food menu essentially moving forward for the rest of my life. And so I've made positive changes. I've started losing weight, which is great. Um, I'm down I don't, I'm not even sure at this point, over 70 pounds, essentially I've got more to lose, but I've been extremely successful, um, by starting small and cutting out, you know, different aspects and finding what works for me. And this is the big aspect, what works for you as an, ex- if you go to a nutritionalist that tries to hand you a boiler template and they're giving you the same thing, they give every other client that walks, um, through the doors, and this goes for personal trainers to an exercise, you need to run from that person as far and as fast as you can. You need to find somebody who actually knows what they're doing and can customize to you. Again, whether that's food planning, um, exercise, um, physical therapy, those aspects, because that one size fits all is a killer. And it's sidelined me for, I don't know how many years I'm finally on the right path. I finally found the right people around me to the point of what they're doing is working fantastic. And I had no idea that I was stuck in this perpetual, you know, infinity of incompetent and ill-educated people. For these aspects, because you go and you see a doctor and you think, well, this doctor went through school and they know what they're talking about, or this nutritionalist, or you know, this specialist, or or whatever aspect is. But here's the simple truth. Somebody just graduated med school, and that's the extent. Doesn't mean they're a good doctor, doesn't mean they're a bad doctor, just means that they did whatever was required, you know, at the bare minimum to graduate school and then to go on to whatever field they're going into. Newsflash, there are doctors out there that don't know their heads from their asses and have no business being doctors. They were able to pass the education component. Um, But as far as practical experience and working with patients, they shouldn't be in the field. And it sucks, but you have to evaluate That aspect of every person that you come in contact with, especially for your own health and well-being, whether that is the nutritionalist, the doctor, the specialist, whatever, physical therapist, all those aspects. We get into this preconceived notion that when this is our only option, right? We get referred to this doctor. We go in and we have to use this doctor because this is the doctor that was referred to us. And supposedly they're specialists in, in this area and such. And and I'm guilty of it. I've done it before in the past. But here's the thing. I've gotten to a point in my life where to the societal norms and the way that we've been trained, I've just started saying, fuck it. Fuck it. I'm not playing that game anymore. I'm not doing this anymore. When I go in and meet a new doctor for the first time, I'm, an eva- I'm evaluating them as much as they're evaluating me. And you need to do this because this could be the difference between life and death for you. Um, as, you know, with long term disability, with mental health, uh, with cancer, with all these various aspects, nutrition, even, you need to be constantly evaluating how they work with you, and don't accept the status quo for these practitioners. It's frustrating because you're already hurting. You're already going through the depression and the anxiety aspects of major illness. And then to boot, you have to deal with, evaluate, and work through every person that you come in contact with in that whole process. And it's okay to be mad about that. It's okay to vent about that, but you can't let it go. You you can't just give in to everything that's happening and, and just say, oh, well, I'm just going to, I'm going to do this because it's easy. I'm not going to evaluate it. I'm not going to fight. Um, I'm just going to hope for the best and go through it. If you want to get through this, And the best possible outcome that's available to you, you have to fight. You have to step back and you have to say, fuck the societal norms. Fuck what I've been told my whole life. I'm going to fight, essentially. I'm going to evaluate every aspect. I'm going to take control of my life. And I'm going to push through it. I'm going to fight through it. And I'm going to give it everything I have because I owe it to the people around me. I owe it to those people that are supporting me. I frankly owe it to myself because I deserve the best life, the best aspects um, of life because I'm me, you know? And sure, that can come off as a little conceited. And caregivers out there, I know that, you know, You tell yourself that, you know, you just have to go along with it for this or that reason because you're so used to giving to everybody else. But here's the thing. With long-term disability, with cancer, with all these aspects, you have to be selfish. You have to go out and do what you need for yourself, the best for yourself. And that is going to require some hard choices along the way. And you're going to take a look at things and a new perspective, evaluate, um, just like I said, evaluating those doctors, evaluate those things in your personal life, evaluate every aspect of your life, your job. Um, and you're going to have to make changes and in a lot of cases, incredibly painful and difficult changes. But the best thing about this is I guarantee you that you take a subjective look you go through this process on every level and you start making those minor changes, you're not going to realize how fucked up your life was. Um, how many things that you were catering to, or you were normalizing in your mind and making it a reality until you've gotten out of those situations and saw how life good or how good life can be. And, For me, it's frustrating to the degree that I've spent quite a few years. I've wasted them, frankly, you know, I've wasted them. Um, But being able to go through, do this evaluation, change these things and look at life differently and come from it from a different direction and meet people that I never thought I would have met in my lifetime has just been utterly amazing. And win or fail or succeed or fail, I should say, um, in the medical battle, it's not, it's, it's still important to me. Don't get me wrong. I'm still fighting it out, but I've accomplished more for myself in this last year than I have probably in the last 15 to 20 years. And that, to me, is astronomical. It, it, it's amazing, and so that in itself is worth the fight, worth going through, reevaluating, and making yourself a priority. So, if anything, I hope this encourages you to step back, reevaluate, you know, everything. Know that you are important, that you deserve happiness, that you deserve health, and that you need to fight for it. You fight tooth and nail unapologetically. You fight for it, and you make this life, the rest of this life, the best that you can for yourself. You owe it to yourself, and don't let anybody tell you that you don't deserve it, because I'm here to tell you that you absolutely do. So I'd like to thank you all for tuning in today. Um, Next episode, episode nine, we'll go more into the quicksand aspect. um, And then soon um, I'll start uh, having guests and really mixing it up. But I'd like to thank you for tuning in Uh, again. It it means so much that uh, this is getting out there and it's helping people. I'm, I'm getting great input and it's just amazing to hear you know, that this is doing some good. So thank you so much for tuning in and I will talk to you next episode. Uh, Thank you and have a great day. You've been listening to Running Out of Time, The Fight With Cancer. I'm Rob Hoffman, your host. Thank you again for contributing towards this broadcast and I look forward to seeing you next time.